You You found found us! us. Welcome to Going Against the Flow podcast, where you and your middle schooler can dive into discussing relevant topics together with us crazies. Yeah, we are in this world, but not of it. You'll be able to tell. (laughs) Bringing a bit of clarity to situations we face today by turning to what the Bible teaches. Here we go! Welcome back, everybody. And what an exhilarating week it has been, folks. For the first week of our podcast release, we released two episodes and we have had a total of 339 listeners. trumpet so thank you so much thank you thank you thank you please keep listening please keep sharing liking posting reviews the stars jump on our facebook page it's going against the flow podcast and let us know of any topics you want us to talk about and we really want to get to know you well we're going (laughs) to jump right into fun facts kyla fun fact number one Squirrels plant thousands of new trees by merrily forgetting where they put their acorns. <laughs> the word is merely, not that? merrily. So, say again. <laughs> okay. Squirrels plant thousands of new trees by merrily. <laughs> What's that word? Mere, listen, merely. Merely. That means just, just. They just plant them. Okay. Squirrels plant thousands of new trees by just forgetting where they put their acorns. <laughs> so these squirrels are so busy collecting acorns all around the world, all around their grass, all in the trees. They're collecting and busy, 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 collecting, collecting, collecting. And then they have to hide them away because... Because um, when it gets cold... Yeah, when it gets cold, they have to find food. But they... Forget where they put them. They've got so many of them. They're so excited. They forget where they put them. And as a result, they are actually planting trees. They're planting trees for our environment. They don't even realize how much heavy laden work they're doing. Well done. Well done. Well done, squirrels. (laughs) Thank you for our trees. I don't want to say the next one. Okay, what's your next fun fact? Go. Turtles can breathe through their butts. Oh. <laughs> Next one. Okay. Yeah, that leaves it doesn't leave a nice picture in my mind. <laughs> Next one. Some termites can build mounds as tall as a three-story house. Wow. Say again. Some termites can build mounds as tall as a three-story house. Compared to their little bodies. Of this woman oh wow real uh, real three-story houses like for us to live in <laughs> yes i don't think you'd want to live those in. are hard workers wow. wow termites cool well those wonderful fun facts brought to you by kyla were very nicely linked into our theme for today chores everybody's favorite chores and money 
Chores and money. So we talked about the termites who work really hard, the squirrels who work really hard. Um, the turtles who breathe through the butts. Turtles who breathe through the butts. <laughs> that is really hard work too. <laughs> who can do that except for the turtles? So I, I don't know. I've never met anyone. Well, have you? No. <laughs> no. Here we go. It's question time. It's question time. (laughs) (laughs) Moving along quickly today. (laughs) Kyla, here's question number one about chores and money. If you had a famous person on our podcast, (laughs) who would it be? This isn't really to do with chores and money, but I wanted all the listeners to hear. If there was a famous person on our podcast out of every single famous person in this world that Kyla could choose from, who would it be? Let's hear it. (laughs) Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> now, tell us why it would be Chris Hemsworth of all people <laughs> in the world. Why would you choose Chris Hemsworth, Kyla? Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I just would. <laughs> but, wait, but what is it? Do you like his acting ability? Do you think he's funny? Well. He's funny. <laughs> so you think you'd think you'd have a good chat with him? If I would talk, yes. Would you have <laughs> what questions would you have for Chris Hemsworth? I don't know. Would you put the scary know? one? No. Because you would be very scared, I think, if Chris Hemsworth were here. Yes. In person. I would. Yes. What? In person. So what would you be scared of? <laughs> I don't know. I'd just be scared of him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, all right. Okay, jumping into our topic for today. Kyla, should you have a choice whether to do chores or not? Do you think kids should have a choice? No. Uh, (laughs) I don't think You think it should be mandatory? Yes, I think it should be mandatory. Tell me why. They need to know how to clean. Yeah, and they're part of the household. Yeah. So they live in the house. They should do their part. do something. (laughs) <laughs> what do you think of kids who go home after school and just sit and eat chocolate and tell their mum what to do? Mum, make me more spaghetti. And <laughs> mum, mum, take my socks off, rub my feet. <laughs> mum, wipe my bum. <laughs> what do you think of those children? Are they nice to be around? I know who one of those children would be. No, you don't. Yes. I don't know anyone like that. Don't Trevor. <laughs> oh, your little brother. He's 18 months old and I love him. <laughs> but you know what? He does do chores. He literally oh, okay, he loves true. cleaning up. He literally throws felt tip <laughs> pens all over the floor just so that he can pick them up. He throws crayons all over the ground and Legos. He loves the sound of Legos on the ground just so he can pick them up and put them in a box. <laughs> and he copies me. Every time I vacuum, he gets his little broom out and his mop and he follows me around. <laughs> okay, he okay. does chores in his own way. So you think that kids should not have a choice. Yes. Do you think they should get paid for chores or do you think it should just be a part of them living in the house and them doing their part? A part, like they shouldn't get paid for. Oh, all right. What um, <clears throat> what age do you think kids should start their chores? <laughs> Trevor's age. <laughs> <laughs> what, what would he do? He could just start walking. Can't even go down the stairs. He can go down the stairs. But wait. He's like, Mom, what chore am I supposed to do now? He can't say that to me. He mops though. Sort of. <laughs> like really seriously okay. what age do you think kids should, should start doing chores 
Six. Because what do you think a six-year-old can do? Six-year-old can mess up their rooms. What can they do as a chore? Oh, clean their rooms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Okay. What do chores teach you about life? To be clean. Be clean. They teach you... Be a janitor when you're older. <laughs> no. You can't be a slob, can you? Well, yeah. You, I mean, you can. <laughs> we want to teach our kids to be respectful, responsible, taking care of their things, taking care of their bed, taking pride in what they own, not breaking their toys. When your room's a mess, you can stand on things and break things. Respect of your own space. And even you actually learn how to do tasks. I went to um, college and I know there were girls there who didn't even know how to cook or do their laundry or anything like that. So parents are supposed to be able to teach their kids and equip their kids how to live and function in this world. Also budgeting. Wait, I have a question. Mm. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> what about kings and queens? Mm. They don't know how to clean. <laughs> <laughs> Their maids just do everything mm. for them. Uh, I agree. <laughs> Lazy bums. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have they get they get out of bed by people coming in and opening the curtains and they have breakfast in bed or maybe they have to get dressed, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or people dress them. But they don't have to do, yeah, they don't. They don't have to do anything. But I think the new, the next most recent level of royalty with William and Kate, she's a lot more hands-on. And when they were raised as more normal people, not um, in the upper class, they were obviously taught chores, so they probably see the importance of it, so they're going to teach their kids how to do things. Because when mm. the royalty, when the boys went into the army, then they're, they're treated like everybody else. Polish your boots and brush their teeth, <laughs> do their laundry. Um, all those things, they have to learn how to do them. But yeah, they do live a different life. It's a different world, being royal. So... Chores teach you a strong work ethic as well. When you're working hard, when you're cleaning your room, how do you feel when, you're, when you've cleaned your room and you've put everything in a way and you've organized stuff? How does that make you feel inside? <laughs> Tired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think... No, it makes me feel happy. Yeah. Because I'm get very like a organized. Buzz. Yes. Kyla is... I love to clean. My child who yeah. will stay up till midnight. <laughs> yeah, just clean my room. Reorganizing her closet. You hear bumping and... Things Ladder. throwing around and I go in her room and she's got everything laid out on the floor because she's reorganizing. It's like, oh, how can I be angry at that? <laughs> <laughs> but I was the same way. So she really enjoys organizing things. So it drives her nuts when other people in the house don't have things clean. So it teaches you, gives you a sense of accomplishment, hard work, character. Also, it helps you manage your time because you're juggling tasks. You come home, you've got to practice for piano, you've got to do your homework, you've got to do your chores, you've got a swim club, you've got all these things you have to do. It helps you really manage your time. Should you get paid for chores? Yes. Well, see, so you just answered the other yeah. question. <laughs> well, I mean, you should have like chores that, like, for example, cleaning your room. That shouldn't be like a chore you get paid for. That should just be like mm. in your brain. <laughs> or you're part, you're part of the house. So whatever area you live in, that's your responsibility. Yeah, but Even if cleaning, it's like, like setting cleaning, up the table, cleaning up as a team, as a family, these are things we should do as a family. They're like picking up dog poop. And I think you should get paid because that's a horrible chore. 
Mm, yes. Now, we do in our household, we have a list of chores for each kid, age appropriate, and we give them the choice if they want to do it or not. Really, ultimately, the money that they earn, they earn a dollar per chore, that goes towards things that they want, extra amenities. So when we're out at the shop and they want something, they have to have their own money to pay for it. We're not the parents who fork out money. So it gives them the chance to really weigh the option of, oh, is this really important because this is my money. I worked really hard. I picked up all that poop and do I really yeah. want to spend it on this doll or should I save it for something even more important? So, Because like, how many times have you been in the store and we've walked around and you've had found a shirt or found some slime that you like and by the time we get to the line, you're like, I don't want this. I don't want it. Yeah. (laughs) So it relieves your house of a lot more clutter because you're not just giving out your money. And it also gives them the chance to really decide, should this be a part of my life or not? (laughs) (laughs) Is my money more valuable than the slime? Is my hard work more valuable? It teaches them about budgeting, even when they don't even realize it. We've actually, with their money, we give them an envelope where they put what they save up for. It's called save. They have an envelope for giving, for giving to church or any charity they want, and then an envelope for spending. And Kyle actually has another envelope for a car. She's saving up for a car. And eventually they'll open bank accounts and put those things in there and get savings going. And we even have an agreement on if she earns a scholarship to college, we're going to see about possibly buying her a car. Whatever money she's saved up for a car, will double that. But if she's earned her um, way to college and we'll actually buy her her own car so there's lots of things that you that you can use chores for and use money for to entice your kids to get you know really good grades and stuff Kyla makes really good grades too all of our girls do and they also get money for the grades they make so wait I have another thing to say yeah so ash and smoke don't help around the house our dogs yes they are royalty. We serve them. <laughs> our lives are to serve our dogs and they know it. They sleep on their thrones. We clean their poop. We feed them. We water them. They don't do anything for us. Well, they do. G- g- Ash guards me when I run. We go running together. But apart from that, <laughs> she is. Smoke doesn't they do They are anything. the queens. The queens of the house. They are, they are our royalty. Ugh. Another thing, also, we, at Christmas time, the girls pay half of the money when they go and buy presents for people, and then we pay the other half for it. So they're actually contributing to the presents as well that um, they're buying for people, which means a lot more than um, relying on us just to buy everything for everybody. So what do you think about all of that? You think it's working so far? Yeah. You're able to, because one time you got all A's and you got 50 bucks. Yes. And what did you spend it on? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I spent it on um, nails. You went and got your nails done. And it yes. cost $40. It costs it w- a lot of money. No, it costed like $60. Oh, yeah. And it, we went to the acrylic mall. Acrylic set, a whole acrylic set. We went to the mall and don't go to the mall I went to. Yeah. It was horrible. Well, they were right. They're they just were, rushing. The, the people weren't horrible. It's just that my nails looked like I got them done at like a one-star review place. Mm. Yeah, and, she, and, and it, it looks for Halloween and she got pumpkins and they looked horrible. They don't look, they didn't look that great. But it, but it was pretty. It was pretty good for a girl that didn't have one finger. <laughs> she didn't. <laughs> she did. She was missing a finger. Kyla was a bit scared. <laughs> Kyla was a bit scared about the lady who didn't have she was missing a finger <laughs> but you don't know what she could have got someone you know she's from a foreign country something may have happened 
Good that so she, she got did a job. Good. She did do very well. Should have tipped her. But it was Kyla's sixty dollars that she had earned over that whole semester. She'd worked really hard to get all A's, got that money, got her nails done by a lady. Wait, it wasn't it wasn't my finger. fifty dollars that I got from it was something. It was a combination. It was of my, it was grandma's savings. Money. Yeah, there was savings from your birthday, all of that stuff, a culmination of things, and you were very sort of disappointed. It was, yeah. but then I got my nails done at this other place and much better. Yeah. So don't judge a book by its cover. Yeah, the place looked really nice. Anyway, moving on from nails. professional says what the professional, professional says, says. <laughs> oh, i totally forgot <laughs> this thing. um i was trying to start it these this is from dave ramsey he these are some excerpts from him he's a financial have you guys ever Christian. watched the penguin movie what dave dave penguin movie the octopus yeah yep this isn't him but his name is dave <laughs> he says um Teaching a child to work is not for our benefit as their parents. We teach kids to work because it gives them dignity in a job well done and the tools and character to win as adults. Hard work is an antidote to entitlement and key to learning the value of a dollar. Let me break that down. Hard work is an antidote to entitlement. Now, Kyla, entitlement. Think of that word, entitlement. What do you think that means? Think of that word. You're entitled. Entitled. You're in charge? I don't know. No, you're on the right lines. Title, you're, you're having a person? name for yourself. And so when you feel entitled, it's like everything. I am so marvelous that you owe me everything because I'm way better than all of the minuscule people of this world. It's like you're talking about the like royal people. They are above us. They don't necessarily think they're above us. But when you're entitled, it's like, mom, you should buy me those $150 Nikes just because I'm your kid and you owe me that. It's like you eventually, when you don't do chores, when you don't work hard for things and you just expect your mom and dad to give you money all the time, you're entitled. You have that arrogance about you. So hard work is an antidote, which is like a killer of entitlement. It's What's the opposite, opposite. of entitlement? Oh. Entitlement, is, the opposite of being entitled is being like more humble and hardworking and, and you're willing to work hard to earn your money so that you can actually go and buy the things that you really like and really appreciate them so when you're entitled it's like yeah give me those give me that that new sweater because I'm better than everyone else like I deserve it and you don't deserve it and then when they get it they just all they want is they want more and more and more and more they're greedy and they're entitled hard work is an antidote to entitlement and key to learning the value of a dollar when you get something that you've really worked hard for, you really value it. You really cherish it. The worst thing a parent can do is to become a human ATM, handing out cash whenever, giving kids money whether or not they've earned it. Side note, this is my side note, that when um, 
like when grandma gives you really nice gifts in money, you really value it because you're like, oh, wow, $50. That would take me a lot of work to be able to get that. It also helps your kids to appreciate money gifts when grandparents and stuff give them gifts for presents or even just being a good girl. You know, here, have 10 bucks, go to the mall, 20 bucks, go to the mall. So it helps them to really cherish value in money. Carrying on what Dave Ramsey says, even the word allowance implies a child is entitled to a certain amount of money just for living and breathing so we don't do an allowance in our house allowance is when parents just give their kids money they'll give them 10 bucks a week like okay you get an allowance no we don't do allowance we do um i can't remember the word he said for it now but anyway we do chores and uh our kids earn commission it's called commission where they earn their money that's what Dave Ramsey said. And you can find any more of his information and things that he's written. There's a book called Financial Peace. And then there's another one called Financial Peace Junior. It gives parents the tools they need to raise money smart kids. Proverbs 22 verse 6. Point your kids in the right direction when they're old. They won't be lost. Ladies and gentlemen, that was message version. We rarely read out of that. But point your kids in the right direction. I've already read it, mom. When they're old and they won't be lost. Train up your child in the way he should go. And when he's old, he will not depart from it. That's a really good verse. We used that before, I think last week. But this is also applicable to our theme of chores this week. Hypothetical situation. I thought you were singing. No, that's not recorded okay here is a hypothetical situation kyla listens to this you're the mum all right in this situation i'm the mum the moment your teens have their own money from babysitting part-time jobs and birthday gifts (gasps) they want to buy things that you don't approve of such as certain clothes and video games what kind of clothes would you not approve of (laughs) (laughs) old lady shoes (laughs) I would like these shoes. Okay, and what kind of video games do you not want them to buy? Oh, actually, to be honest, like the real like thing that I wouldn't approve because mm. they can they can embarrass themselves all the time <laughs> wearing old lady shoes. Yes, but um, I would not want them wearing like a bra. Oh yeah, like there's girls that just wear bras. Like yeah, okay. And then a video game that I wouldn't like a bra of. with no nothing else on. You mean right? Yeah, yeah. Or or like what about just a, boy a, bra with a bra. Would you be okay with that? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Or what? I said in the video game. Well, does TikTok count as a video game? Yeah. Well, but they can't really buy TikTok. No. But so I would not approve of TikTok. Yeah. Or Fortnite. No, killing all that nastiness. So. They don't think their decisions should be subject to your approval since they are spending their own money. How much control should you assert over your kids' spending choices when you aren't providing the funds? That's pretty smart, though. Mm -hmm. It's their money. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, but really with us right now, you're getting money from us. So it's it's our money they're spending. But if they say, well, I was babysitting, I got this money, it's not even your money, like, I should have control and make my mind up how I spend my own money. What do you think about that? Uh, You stumped? Yeah. It's pretty tricky, I know. Well, could I take their money away? (laughs) 
No. Did I ground them? They earned it. They worked hard for that. Okay, well, they'd get the video game and they'd get the shirt and i throw it in the fire. <laughs> <laughs> Waste all their money. <laughs> You're going to have a fire in your house? Well, yeah. Burn it before <laughs> your eyes. And then they'd watch it. They'd <laughs> sit and watch it. Well, here's what I think. You are still the parent. They are your child. They have their own money. But your role as a parent, the one who knows what's best for your kids, it trumps any financial freedom that your children might believe they enjoy. The first guideline about spending then is actually to model the behavior that you want your kids to emulate. Do you buy inappropriate clothing? No. And do you buy uh, violent video games? No. Nope. So that's the first check off the list is that, you know, you're going to say, I I don't wear these cleavage revealing clothes and bras and things like this. So they wouldn't really see, they see you and respect and honor you. So they, first of all, it wouldn't be like you're a hypocrite telling them, you can't buy that, but I can wear all I want. Look at my belly. Here I am. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, as parents and women who respect ourselves, we want to communicate that to our kids. The second rule about spending is parental approval required. We can actually give them a choice, but they need to make sure that what they're buying is okay with us, especially big purchases. You know, they may have the money to go and buy a $500 truck that's on the road, but they're going to have to ask us if that's really a wise decision or is that truck going to explode and fall apart <laughs> so that's why we're their parents we're there to guide them and helping make i'm talking like i don't have any kids we're here to guide <laughs> you help you make the right decision right choices you say mom i really love this purse i know it costs 200 dollars, but i love it I i've worked not. really hard i know you wouldn't but there are some girls who really are into now purses i would and spend 45 dollars on a stuffed animal <laughs> but I wouldn't pay two hundred dollars for them. <laughs> yes, you did buy a stuffed animal for four hundred five dollars, and we looked up that same stuffed animal when it was like over a hundred dollars. Yeah, was it crazy. was crazy. It was, there was like a thousand dollars stuffed animals there, and it said free shipping. Yeah, <laughs> you did buy. <laughs> that was a pretty lavish purchase on your part. Forty five dollars. I think that wasn't a good choice. You don't. <laughs> I don't think it was a good choice. You don't think that's so now? You don't love your... No, I love my pack? snow leopard. Snow leopard. But $45, mom. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I asked you. We, we, we literally went back and forth on this like five <laughs> times. And you were determined, yes. We went on Facebook Marketplace. You fell in love. I gave you time to consider it. I fell in love. We went, we, I gave you hours and hours. I told the lady, I said, this is her own money. Is there any way you could come down on the price? Yada, yada, yada. She didn't. I said, are you sure you want to spend this much? We looked it up on the internet. All of these things, you took the time to make the decision. I would say that you got a good deal and a good bargain. It was a lot of money. I it was better than 150 something dollars. <laughs> yes. Talking about lavish purchases. I approved of that. Because it was your decision. It's a stuffed animal. It's a stuffed animal. There's nothing bad you can do with a stuffed animal. Final thought. That really in our materialistic culture, parents are challenged to demonstrate to our kids that having more stuff and more stuffed animals is not (laughs) the route. It's not the way to happiness or popularity. Well, it is the way to happiness. Were you really happy? I know, but it was really limited because literally right now you're saying, I don't think that that was a smart purchase. It didn't fulfill my life. 
I, I, I feel empty inside. <laughs> it's a stuffed animal. <laughs> but you loved it. And it that's not empty, is it? It's love, full of love for you, little snow leopard. What did you call her in the end? Apollo. Apollo. Beautiful sitting in Kyla's <laughs> box. Stuffed animal. <laughs> along with all the others. But the mo- really the most crucial reason to maintain control over spending is to keep children from the habit of buying their way into social circles or deluding themselves into thinking they'll be more content if they have you know the latest version of everything it's not an easy lesson to convey but it's crucial if our kids are to avoid the empty pursuit of consumerism and buying and buying and buying and spending and spending it really is a good lesson when kids are actually spending their own money because they will learn from those decisions and they won't treat everything just with flippancy and um, not care about things I think this has been a, a really good podcast today Kyla don't you yeah all right cheers for listening today thank you so much just want to wrap up our third episode it's been a pleasure would love to hear from you all on any tips or ideas you have that have worked for you teaching your kids about chores or money so we can all have a bit more financial peace in this world (laughs) hope you all have a great couple of weeks until next time god bless you go against the flow Media devices can isolate us from each other, but we want to use this podcast as a tool to connect, teach kids to live moral and faithful lives, and to have mastery over their media. Because we like to make it easy. You can find and please share Going Against the Flow on all major streaming platforms. Do us a favor. Like, like subscribe, download, and share. The podcast as that helps more people find us. Yes, four steps. Like, like subscribe, download, and share. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye.